Welcome to the Social Distancing Podcast. I will be having chats with everyday people as they find their way through the next few months, physically distancing ourselves from each other while attempting to stay socially connected. The discussions will detail their day-to-day life, the methods they are using to keep in touch with their friends and families, any realizations and stories, and what tips and tricks they have for everyone else. Hello, and welcome to the Social Distancing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Chris. Chris, are you well? Very well, thank you. Yes, um, a little bit bored after over a month inside, but yeah, doing all right. Yeah, good shout on that. Over a month inside, it's actually been 45 days now since the uh, the government locked down the country, in essence. And um, yeah, 45 days worth of uh, isolation at this point for myself. Um, how long has it been for yourself or are you still working? Um, it's been about a week longer than the lockdown because through work, I was working for, as a bus driver. So they obviously reduced their service because there was nobody catching buses and it was a case of turn up for work in the morning if they've got anything for us then we do it if not send us home and then after a couple of days of that uh, my girlfriend who's living with me now while this is all going off she got a call from her doctor saying that she should she should be um self-isolating and that i should be doing it as well because she's quite high risk because of some health conditions it's been about It'll be over 50 days, I think, for me now. It's weirdly gone really fast. But at the same time, I have no clue as to what date it is. There's often times when I can't even remember what day it is. I'm fully with you on that one. Uh, got to say, what you say there about it's going surprisingly fast. I can yeah. attest to that completely. I can't believe how quick the time has gone, yet each day seems to last forever yeah it's like i've gotten into a little routine where i've I've sort of my body clocks got used to what i'm doing now whereas before because work i was doing early shifts and then middle shifts and then late shifts but now it's just get up around about 11 o'clock do a workout go downstairs watch tv maybe go for a walk uh sometimes go to the shops and then in the evening just playing computer games so i've kind of got into a routine but it's just flying past and April's just like, oh, April happened. Oh, yeah, um, it did happen, didn't it? Yeah, we're in May now. <laughs> yeah. The bizarrity of it all. Yeah, I, I, I see. You, 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 at least you've got, you found some sort of routine then, but uh, yeah. you, your body shifted to an 11 o'clock uh, wake up. Yeah, I've kind of gone back to when I was a teenager, sort of up until 2, 3 in the morning, and then staying in bed till, well, I, I normally wake up about 10 o'clock, and then I sort of doze for about an hour and then I, I finally figure I should probably get up because I don't want to waste the day doing of doing nothing, do I? So I've got nothing to do and loads of time to do it in. So it's sort of, <laughs> I could happily stay in bed, but the TV's downstairs. Yeah, it's uh, a strange <laughs> sort of want to not waste a day, but at the same time, have nothing yeah. to do. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not knocking the 11 o'clock start. I'm really not. Today I woke <laughs> up at one o'clock. So that's nice. where I'm at. Uh, it's my, my body clock has become horrendous, uh, but it's, it's almost become consistent. So at least there's yeah. that. Yeah, there's some sort of there's some order to it, even if some people might think, oh, you're wasting half the day. But then if I'm staying up till three in the morning, 
then I'm not really waste. If it's just like getting up at eight o'clock and going to bed at midnight, so it's exactly yeah. It's just the way my body. I don't like getting up in the morning, but I just have to do it for work. But when I'm not at work, like I am now, then it's um, it's kind of reverted to type. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that myself this morning was, uh, oh, what's wrong with me? I don't want to get up any morning and stuff like that. But then I kind of thought to myself, well, this isn't anything new. Most days I'm lying in bed going, oh, do I really have to get up for work? But I do because it's work. So I get up. Now, Now we're in a situation where I don't have to get up for anything. I'm finding I'm just not getting up. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think it's. Some people are morning people. Some people are evening people. And I think as long as you, as long as you're getting things done and you're not just literally wasting your time, because you know, there's, I've done things in the garden. I've done things around the house that I wouldn't have normally had that much time to do. I'm actually doing more workouts now than I did when I was at work because now doing an hour, hour and a half workout doesn't feel like if I do this workout for this long. I've only got two hours and I've got to go to bed and go back to work. Whereas now it's, it's actually something to look forward to because it's, you know, it's something different. Great that you actually, it's that positive sort of nature of it. So going back yeah. to work wise, so you, you say yes. that you are off at the minute. Are, are you currently on the government furlough scheme? Yeah, we've, um, we've been, the, the government's paying, obviously paying us 80% of our wages, which is, you know, it's all right. It's, it's enough for me to, pay my bills pay my mortgage a lot of my bills have been not postponed um i can't think of the word but um like i've got a gym membership i've got a cinema card they've all been stopped uh the companies have actually stopped them taking the money out so it's the work the, the drop in wage isn't actually affecting me like it like i was worried it would but so it's all good really it's um and they've got us on uh it's essentially we just wait to hear from the company when we can go back and until then i just carry on as i am really yeah um it, i mean of course at the minute we're, we're we're closing in on what looks like a sunday where boris johnson is going to come out and tell us what the next stage in social well the first stage of um, social um easing uh, easing of the isolation is going to be but at the same time um we're hearing that rishi sunak is um it's going to be looking at the furlough scheme and there's talk about that potentially being reduced down to 60%. Yeah. I think I saw something about that the other day. That would be, it would be a bit of a move for them to do that really, because to sort of put people in the position where they're not able to go to work and then move the goalposts when they're in that position, you know, if you make a commitment to something, then they should stick to that until it's over because it could affect people in lots of ways. You know, it's already affecting self-employed people because they can't actually get any money until June, which is it's great that they can get it eventually, but what are they supposed to do till June? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's wrong that they, they would lower... I can see why they would do it, because it's going to save them money. But if, if suddenly people are losing another 20% of their wages, that's going to affect... Like, personally, that would affect me a lot more losing that extra 20%. So I'd have to tighten my, my budget even more than I already have. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in a similar situation with yourself where the 80% situation hasn't really affected me. And in fact, mm. I've actually had more money left over at the end of the month than 
I usually yeah. would because there's been so much that's been restricting. Uh, so I've not been able to go and spend that money, which is which is fine. But yeah, yeah, that sixty percent is going to really test uh, people, I think, and mm. it, it might. We might end up seeing this scenario where people are going out to work or companies are starting back that shouldn't be. And it's one of the things that I've constantly sort of said all the way through so far is it's going to be interesting. Every step of this is going to be interesting to see how people react, see how people change, cope, uh, maneuver themselves to, to get through this. I'm just, I'm finding it difficult to have a hard and fast opinion of what's right and wrong because I don't quite know what's right and wrong in this situation. Yeah, it's it's a it's completely unprecedented, isn't it? It's it, it has been there's been sort of small outbreaks that they've been worried about, but then they've not come to anything. And whereas this one has just sort of run rampant through uh, certain parts of society, and I don't, I think. The, the problem with it is it's it's kind of trial and error, but the problem with the error is when the error happens, a lot of people die from it. And I don't know if that's a risk worth taking, especially at the moment where they haven't got it under control and the lockdown that they've put into place hasn't really... It's not been enforced that strongly, like in some countries. So loosening it when people are already not really paying attention to it could be quite dangerous. Yeah, it's the it's the the weird fact that they're looking to loosen it, even in the situation that we're getting about six hundred deaths a day still. Yeah, which seems a little bit backwards. You would expect that to be considerably lower before yeah it gets loosened. But I hold my hands up and say I still don't know what to what we're going to hear on Sunday. What is going to be the situation? Or no. Or, is it going to be very, very small loosening? Is it going to be a token gesture to the country just so people stop complaining that they're, they're, they're locked in? That could be, yeah. That that was that was what I was hoping. It would be a case of, you know, you can do a little bit more exercise. You can, I don't, I don't want to say you can go and see your family, but you could, you could be in. The, the, I read something about there being allowing smaller social groups, so like two households could get together if there'd been no symptoms developed because if you've been if you've been in isolation for five weeks and you've not got any symptoms i can see why people would think oh we'll be all right but it's still a risk because it only takes one of those people to have been to the shop the day before and pick something up and they could pass it to that whole that whole group of course i read a thing on social media this morning it was saying that in australia they've had no no deaths for four days, but the restrictions on people are still harsher than they are in this country. And we're having 600 deaths a day. So if they're not loosening theirs when they've had no deaths for four days, why are we loosening ours when we've had 600 deaths yesterday? Yeah, it's it's very strange looking around the world at the, the consistency that other countries are coming out and yeah. and saying we're, we're, getting, we're getting inconsistency in our country. And you're never quite sure where the government's view lies at the moment, especially yeah. with especially with figures that have been distorted to reach the intended targets that clearly <laughs> aren't being reached. Following yes. when you finally reach a target on the last day of that target, it's always going to be a red flag. But then, when you consistently hmm. fail the next five, six, seven days. To reach that target again, it's clear that something has been amended to reach yeah. that. 
So it's one of the biggest problems, I think, at the minute is the governments that aren't clear with the, with the country. They're giving that false optimism to people who shouldn't be getting that false optimism. They're trying to appease people where really they should be saying, no, no, yeah. this is the way it is. It's like trying to, if a child kicks off, kicks off because they don't like something, as soon as you give in to that child, they know that all they have to do is moan about it and they get what they want. If you say no and you stick to no, that's it. I think it's, it's a bit like that. It's in this, in this situation, you can't be, can't be trying to find good news if there isn't any. You just tell people the truth. This is what's happening. This is why we're doing what we're doing. And sorry, if you don't like it, that's kind of tough. Because for now, this is what you have to do to stop the deaths. Stop having 600 people dying every day. That can't be an acceptable thing for 600 people to die every day. No, people, if people saying, oh, it's like the, it's less than people dying from the flu. But the thing is, you can't catch the flu as easily as you can catch this. It's just, it's daft. It's comparing two things that aren't really the same thing. Yeah. I just think that there need to be, even though it's impacting people's lives, it's better than someone them, they, they know dying. I'd rather be locked in the house than know that my parents had caught something from me that's ended up killing them or making them really ill because I'd never be able to live with myself if I did that. But I think what people almost don't care as long as it's not affecting them. And I think that's the main, the main problem. Yeah, because it's like, well, I'm all right. Yeah, but you might not be, and you might make some... I think you, you can actually get this virus and not have any symptoms of it. Yeah. But that means you, you can still pass it on to somebody who will then maybe die. So that death is on, on your hands, essentially, because you've done something that you're not meant to be doing and killed somebody. And I, I just think that that's the thing that people need to get into their heads. It's how their actions can affect other people, even if it's not affecting them directly. It's like a selfish thing, really, I suppose. It's, but then the whole, society, the whole society has been built up to be a bit kind of, well, I'm all right. Yeah. And I think it's actually a bit of the uh, society in general. We, you, um, I think nowadays we are a lot more selfish as people. I, I mean, Definitely. I myself am a selfish person. I understand this. And it's, yes, it's weird that I'm coming out and saying it now, but I'm, I'm, I'm aware <laughs> of how selfish I am. There's a reason that uh, I've got to my mid-30s. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have children. Uh, I mean, one of the main reasons I don't have children or haven't sought to be in a relationship with somebody that has children because I'm selfish with my time. I want my time. Mm. This is my thing. Is I've worked for this. This is mine, sort of. Yeah. But I understand that in this current climate, that me going out and about and if I've got symptoms, coughing on people, I'm definitely not going to be in that situation. I'm not that selfish to that level. Yeah. And I don't think it is... It's one of the strange ways that I think society has moved to a bit of bit of selfishness in, well, I can't do this. I mean, it's not so much in our country, but when you hear the Americans going, I want to go and get my hair done. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like, just stay at home. Cut your own hair. Shave your head. It doesn't matter. You're in lockdown. You're not seeing anyone. Does it matter that yeah. your grey's coming through, that your roots are showing, that your hair's longer than normal? No, it doesn't. At this moment in time, things are meant to be essential. Well, it, they've, they've always, in America, it's always been a case of the, you know, the, their freedom. They want their freedom. You've not been free for years, but it's not a, it's, no, it's just when, you, when you're told you can't do something that you, 
you kick off. You can't have guns. Well, why not? We're allowed them. Yeah, but you know, when people are when people are machine gunning school children down, that's not necessarily a good thing, is it? It doesn't happen anywhere else. So with lockdown sort of continuing at the minute, uh, you're saying that your your girlfriend's currently living with you. Um, I guess that's not the usual arrangement. How's uh, how's that been going for you? The usual the usual setup is that she lives in Stoke, and um, she come down for like a week or two um, because I work, and then she'll go back for a few days or a week or so, and then she'll come back. But obviously she's been here. She was here before it started, and I just said I'd prefer if she was here while it was while while the lockdown was in effect, just because I think it's a it's probably safer because it's easier to isolate in this house than it would be in a flat because of how close she is with the neighbours, whereas I've got quite a lot of space. It's been all right. You know, we've had a few tense moments, but other than that, it's been fine. Yeah, and you can imagine that you're going to have those moments with people sort of being on top of each other constantly uh, through the yeah. lockdown. Um, it's te- it's clearly testing relationships right now. I had somebody speak to me the other yeah. day saying... I need just a day or two just to sit in front of the TV <laughs> on my own. And, and, and you can understand it, completely understand it. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I can uh, I can understand that. But then she, she was saying the same thing. You know, I don't, I don't feel, like, bad for saying it. But, uh, yeah, I think, I, the thing is, I think people need their own space at times, especially when things can get stressful like they are now. Yeah, you need that that chill out time, just a bit of time to yourself to just like let everything settle. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand, but at least you've got some company. Yes, that's true. And um, like the parents living next door, if I stand in my kitchen doorway, I can talk to them when they're in the garden. So that's been quite nice that I can. I, I guess I'm in a in a way I'm in a. It's a lucky situation I find myself in because I can actually still see my family, albeit, you know, from. 20 feet away across a fence but it's a lot more than a lot of people have been able to do so i consider myself quite lucky to have been able to do that and how are they faring are they are they okay during the lockdown yeah they're fine like my dad's all good my mum's all good i think she's still working one day a week just uh goes into work one day a week um my brother's working from home so they're all good yeah good to know and uh, you said about uh, um, being able to uh, see them sort of from from the door. Um, now, are, are you, you've managed to get much time out in your garden since you've been off. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I've actually found now that I've got a bit more free time that um, I'm, I'm still not the biggest gardener in the world. I don't think I ever will be, much as my dad would love to me for me to be. Um, but I found that like watering the garden and just doing that, it's it's actually quite relaxing because it's nice outside. So it's, with it being sunny like 20 minutes, half an hour outside water in the garden is actually quite, it's good therapy. Get a bit of uh, get a bit of sun on me and then come back inside. And uh, of course, you've been saying that you've been doing, you've been walking and uh, you've been exercising as well. Now, uh, you're somebody who does a considerable amount more exercise than I do in general. <laughs> uh, how, how you find it? You were saying that you, you, you're enjoying having that time and not, not having to worry about exercising and losing some other time in your life. Are you finding that you're getting enough exercise? Um, I could probably do with having a bit more. I've been doing three workouts a week uh, and then on the other days going for a walk. So I've been doing a little bit every day. I've started doing 
with a few friends from wrestling been doing video workouts so we've had four of us doing workouts together but in our own homes which has been really good it's been really like good motivation for it whereas because sometimes i find that if i'm doing workouts i'm getting a bit bored with it so this has actually helped us all to be motivated to to push ourselves because we've all been working out together and that's been really good and that's just that's just something that came about from a conversation we had uh, in a group chat and um, we suggested we try it and now we've got it down to like doing three three of those a week i mean it's a way to keep in contact with people and keep yourself fit so, yeah i mean it's a double bonus really yeah I'm, I'm probably actually seeing them albeit on video more than i would do if we were all free to do whatever we wanted because we've all found ourselves in the same situation of being isolated and not not working as much as we were so we've all had this time to just do these do these video workouts and they've actually been really good they've been really good fun like spend an hour an hour and a half on a video uh working out and having a bit of a laugh and a joke so it's been good for um keeping spirits up as well i think we've all benefited from that which has been really good so it's been like a an unexpected bonus of the the coronavirus is actually we've we've found a way we can do stuff as a group without actually having to all be in the same place and of course with you being part of the wrestling community in the united kingdom how has yes. the current sort of situation affected that over here how has it affected your working in the, in that industry and and any other sort of things surrounding it um well it's it's killed it's stone dead for now <laughs> uh we don't we don't have the benefit of having like a performance center like the wwe do in, in florida so it's a case of um until everything's sorted there's no wrestling shows as, as, as such there's um the school the house of pain school are doing weekly uh weekly shows on youtube but they were all filmed before the lockdown came into effect so they're putting out like a, a 40 minute um wrestling show every week on youtube which is which is good because it's it's something new to watch and um it just keeps people interested uh, like keep people aware of the fact that wrestling is there it's just like on hiatus at the moment it's it's, it's a shame that, that there's nothing you can do with that but with social distancing um you can't have two people grappling each other in a ring really i mean Amer no. america seemed to have got around that in some way yeah. or but uh yeah being friends with donald trump seems to have helped Vince McMahon out a little bit hasn't it yeah a considerable amount of money and a complete lack of the uh, adhering to rules i think is has been the way that they've got around it uh but yes course, um in the yes. uk with the scene being i mean it's uh, i'm gonna say it considerably poorer because it is financially than the two large companies over in america it, there's no way of getting anything going on it's also the the moment anyone did anything and said, "Oh, we've just recorded this," the amount of bad press they would get from it, it would just kill them. It, it's not worth it's not worth the risk. Personally, from watching um, WWE without the fans there, it's just not the same. No, it's it's weird. It's it's like being at a football match when there's no fans there and you can hear the players talking to each other. It's so bizarre. That's going to be a weird thing that we're going to be introduced to soon. It, it looks like football may come back in some way, shape or form, but of course with no crowds. Yeah. Are you looking forward to that? I don't know. I, I, 
I get why some fans, especially Liverpool fans, want the season to finish. But I just think a spectator sport without a spectator without the spectators there is just weird. Yeah. Um, I think, and there's also how can you how can you socially distance when you're playing a contact sport? I, I read I read this morning that if the Premier League comes back, they're going to be told to like not swap shirts and not do certain celebrations, but they're, they're running around a pitch with each other for 90 minutes. Then they're going into the changing room after the match and at half time or before and before the match. There's, there's no way to sort of justify. It's not important enough to risk it because what happens when one of the players gets ill? I, I would like to see it come back because Notts County were actually doing all right. <laughs> and they were, climbing up the table and they're in third place so it would have been nice to see the end of the season because it would have been nice to see them either get you know get even get to the playoff final and go to Wembley yeah it's, I mean it's a difficult situation for both Nottingham teams both on the up this yes. season and then all of a sudden when you see that positivity on both sides of Nottingham it, it yeah it just goes away so yeah I mean as, as fans of both of the teams it's it's a difficult one yeah I I remember seeing a it was a social media. It was like a joke about nothing can derail Liverpool's charge for the title after all these years. And then, and then a virus comes along and the whole football season gets shut down. It's crazy, <laughs> it's like, isn't it? It's, 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 somebody just doesn't want Liverpool to win that league. So yeah. That's what we're looking yeah. at here. But of course, we've still got plenty <laughs> of games to play in that league. And it's... Yeah, we're we're at the start of May now. We we usually we'd be looking in in two weeks' time, or even maybe a week's time, the season would be over. The Champions League yeah. final would have been played. We'd be looking forward to the uh, European Championships as well, of course, and the yeah. was it the Olympics as well. Yeah, that's it. So it's all been all been put back. But I think the the, the thing that I find weird about the football season is that they they so desperately want to finish this season so that they can start next season. But surely the best thing to do would be just put off, put off the end of this season until you can actually play the games, then finish it and then just start again when you can. Rather than, rather than like null and void this season, finish it when you can rather than finishing this one early just so we can start next one because we don't know when we're going to be able to start the next one. No, of course. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's going to be one of those um, where probably one of the European nations other than ourselves are going to get a league up and running before us. Yes. Um, It's likely it's possibly Germany that's going to do that. Uh, but Germany have had considerably less deaths and cases than the UK, which yes. would make more sense that they would be up and running before us. Uh, and, and then see where it goes from there. I think football isn't essential. As much as any yeah. football fan out there wants to believe that football is essential, uh, it isn't essential, of course. It's it's a game. And it's, what, it's one of those things that if it has to go by the wayside until society gets up and running again then it goes by the wayside until society fixes itself yeah pretty much it's again weighing up the the risk and uh, the risk and reward type thing of it it's yes okay it's a good distraction for people and everything like that but it's far too risky to do anything like that at the moment and i think sport wise there's other sports that can come back sooner like fishing or golf 
I, yeah, I, know it does, yeah. I know it doesn't provide you with that same sort of drive to watch those sports, but maybe for a bit of entertainment, people might have to start looking at stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, I, I find I find fishing like quite relaxing to watch. To be honest, uh, even something like snooker, or because it's so quiet in there anyway, you could place a game of snooker with just the people, you know, in the game. It's not like a, the atmosphere is massively um, reduced by having no no crowd there. But like football, it is it's the crowd that makes it a lot of the time, or being part of that crowd especially. So we're talking about events like that that have been cancelled. The uh, of course the Euro twenty twenty, the Olympics this year. But is there anything that you had, you had tickets for, or events that you were set to go to uh, that have been cancelled that you you've been looking forward to for some time? Not really. No, there was um, family members had things planned, but I have not really had anything planned because other than um, I was booked to wrestle on a few shows and also. Actually, I was I was going to run my own wrestling show. Um, that was going to be in April, April the fifteenth. It was meant to be running, and about two weeks before that, all pubs got shut down and everything. So it was a case of right, okay, well that's not happening now. But um, once we can do them again, they'll they'll be up and running. But other than that, no, I didn't I didn't really have any tickets for anything. I'd, I'm not one for going to gigs and things anymore. I. Uh, People annoy me <laughs> too, too, too many people, especially young people, really annoy me. Now I sound like an old git right, saying that, but <laughs> just a room, a room full of people, just nah, sod that. I can't be bothered with that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm on board with you. The uh, <laughs> one of my favourite gigs I went to recently was uh, was at a half full Rock City. And it was wonderful because it was half full. It wasn't crammed nice in. Spacious. There wasn't loads of people there. It meant that if I needed to go to the bar during the set, I could go there. There'd be two or three people maybe at the bar so I could get served. And you know what? Oh, I'd take a Sounds half full gig <laughs> over a ram. I'd prefer half full with a nice vibe than uh, absolute pumping, banging. Oh, this is going to be the best experience of your life, but you can't get to the toilets or the bar or anywhere near the stage. <laughs> yeah. Just so. sort of squashed in, squash in a corner, busting for the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound overly fun, does it? It's... No, but we, this is definitely a, a, a stage of a stage where we're at in our lives with our age, I would imagine. Because <laughs> I guess when, you, when you're 18, yeah. 19, 20, things are a little bit different. Well, yeah, I can uh, I can remember when, when we were the age and uh, things were a little bit different. No, I just couldn't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to do it now, to be honest. No. So. And uh, you said that you've been uh, getting down, sitting, playing your computer games in the evening. Uh, any particular games you picked up? Any old games that you've decided to go back to and uh, give a l- another look at? Yeah, I was kind of um, coerced into playing Warcraft again. Um, oh. Okay, well, welcome, welcome back to the world of Warcraft. I wasn't aware Thank you of very this much because I, I've just got back to the game as well. All right, excellent. I, I've been playing the uh, not the full game. We've been playing on the classic one on the um, the down the download. Um, but it's made me want to play. I play it every night. That's what generally go on about eight or nine o'clock uh, for a few hours, and then play with my cousins on the 
Okay, I wasn't aware that you were back on it, but now I've, it's something that I've been back on. In <laughs> fact, steadily weaning myself off it currently. I've, I've had a few weeks on it and I've gone a bit too hard, a bit too fast. So I've tried, yeah. to, tried to pull back a little bit. <laughs> bit of burnout from it. Yeah, very easily done in World of Warcraft. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It's um, You can easily lose three or four hours not doing a great deal on that game. But it's just it's just good. It's just, I always enjoyed playing it when I played it before. And then what combination of work, um, doing more wrestling and uh, just other things, Just I just didn't have time for it, so I just stopped playing it. Yeah. And I was, I was a bit... When... When my cousin messaged me and said, oh, we're all back on playing Warcraft, you should come on it. And my first thought was, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Because I know what will happen. <laughs> Same thing that happened last time. <laughs> evenings disappear. It's all right, though, at the moment, because we, you can let the evenings disappear. You can, we, we have that time to do it. So uh, I'm, I'm, definitely. I, I'm definitely saying right now that I can indulge while we've got this time and space to do it um it's just making sure i don't get back into that sort of that pattern after or when i when i go back to it yeah i know you i i, I mean personally i don't think i could because of the way my my shifts work i wouldn't be able to develop that sort of routine of playing it so that would be one good thing other games i've, I've started playing championship uh, sorry championship manager showing my age football <laughs> manager um started playing that again but found uh I'm not the best at it, and I get. I can see why football managers age really badly, <laughs> because just playing that computer game stresses me out so much sometimes. Yeah, it's mainly those two, and um, I tried playing Warhammer Total War as well, but I think my laptop's a bit too old for that. So one day when I get a better computer, I can probably go back to that one. It, it wouldn't be this podcast if it wasn't mentioned on the podcast. But have you picked up Disney Plus, and what have you been watching on it? If you have. <laughs> I have picked it up. It, it, Disney Plus seemed to kick off just at the time that this podcast kicked off, and the and self isolation. So it, it, it seems to have all rolled into one. So we have this little Disney Plus section. Well, I I, I listened to your uh, your podcast with uh, with Ben, and um, I think it was mentioned that <laughs> maybe Disney had something to do with the virus being released, so that people <laughs> buy Disney Plus. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Speculation and all. Yeah, if if we if we turn out it it, um, it first appeared from a giant mouse, then we uh, then we all know where it's come from. But yes, I have uh, I have purchased the uh, Disney Plus. I did the I think it was like a if you bought it in advance, you got it for fifty pound for the year or something like that. Myself and the girlfriend uh, we went halves on that. She's watching The Simpsons through, so every now and again I'll sort of dip in and out of Simpsons and. It used to be so much better than it is. <laughs> um, that's my opinion on The Simpsons. We've watched the Marvel films, but we started watching those before we got Disney Plus. So we kind of finished up on Disney Plus because um, I've got more on DVD anyway. That's about it, really, on Disney. Just The Simpsons. I started. Oh, actually, tell a lie. I discovered that the X Men cartoon is on there, so I've watched a few of those because I just remember oh. it being really good. I, I mean, the, the theme. The theme is a classic. Oh, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's it's just the best version of X-Men you'll get. Yep. Um, the film, some of the films are good, some of them are terrible. But the cartoon, I can. it's one of those happy memories as a, as a I say a kid, I wasn't really a kid. But um, as a teenager, uh, X-Men cartoons on in the morning 
or in the evening, I can't remember which it was. But yeah, that was a, as soon as I saw that was on there, I started watching that. That's a nice nostalgic kick there, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um, just like you say, the intro music, it's that and Transformers, I think, are probably the two most iconic things I can remember from my childhood, TV-wise, yeah. is those two intro, intro tracks. So hearing that for the first time, was, it's like I was 12 years old again, <laughs> <laughs> which was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, what have you um, what what have you been watching on uh, Disney? For all the times, every time I ask people about Disney Plus, if they picked it up and stuff, I've actually still not got it. Have you not? No, I've still found that I'm I'm entertaining myself with other things, so I've not really got I've not got around to picking it up yet. I did say that I'll have to pick it up so I could go back through the Toy Story series. Yes, kind of me, and definitely it'll be a it'll be a watch of those old ones, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. It'll be it'll be yeah. the old Disney classics for me. Definitely, we have watched a few of those. That was uh, Gina, my partner. That was her. She she loves Disney, so it's sort of it's like the perfect thing. So she puts that on when I'm playing my game, so I don't feel guilty about uh, <laughs> about spending three or four hours on a game because she's happily watching Disney films. That's it. And it, it, it's the joy of singing along to all of the songs as well. So I'll be there. I just wish I had a partner to, <laughs> to, to be enjoying that with. They could hear my uh, my beautiful voice as I'm singing. <laughs> Maybe you could um, you could do a special podcast on Nige Sings the Disney Songs, the hits of Disney or something along those lines. No one. That. <laughs> Absolutely no one. <laughs> I have found uh, I have found I've been checking out a bit of Netflix. Um, one thing that I've I've watched from front to back is uh, Big Mouth. If you've ever seen Big Mouth, I haven't seen that. No, I would absolutely recommend it to anyone. Um, yes, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's not really for kids, but uh, older kids will appreciate it. So, but it's um, yeah, it's 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 a good fun series that with with children get getting used to their hormones. Okay. <laughs> a very, very, inter- very interesting uh, concept, uh, but very much fun. It was recommended to me by one of my apprentices, and uh, I've got to thank him for that. That's for sure. Now, just wanted to ask if there's anything else that you you got thoughts on, feelings about during this time that we've been stuck in lockdown. Or? It's it's just people not being in a rush to get back to normal, whatever normal was, and also to take lessons from what's happened so like looking out for other people there's no reason you can't do that all the time people will take from what's happened what they want to take from what's happened i just hope that people can just be a bit patient for now and don't be in a rush because if they rush back to things it could get a lot worse very quickly for the sake of a few weeks in the house as opposed to being able to go to the pub the pub's always going to be there. The pub's going to be there when everything calms down again. It's not worth risking people's health to go out for a drink. Things that you want to get back to will be there when it's when it's properly calmed down and not when they're trying to force it, Yeah, if that makes sense. I probably worded that very badly, but just be careful. Look out for each other. Look out for themselves. And don't be an idiot and go to parties <laughs> at the moment. Once this is all over and done with, what are you looking forward to doing? Um, wrestling again. I'm really looking forward to doing that. And I know I've just said, don't rush out to go to the pub, but I do miss spending time with my cousins and my friends at the pub. 
or my family, and my, not just my cousins, my family and my friends at the pub. My cousin and his wife have just had a baby. So they've just had a baby girl and she's, she's like, she's at the stage where she's changing so much and getting the occasional pictures, but being able to see her and all of her, all of the kids again, that'd be great because even though they're annoying they're you know, it's, it's always nice to see family. Go to a football match again. That'd be good. I had, I had tickets to go see Notts County play the weekend after lockdown started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I had a free ticket. Um, yeah, just get some sort of semblance of what life used to be like back, but at the same time retain some of the things that I've started doing now, like the working out more at home and uh, like doing video chats and talking to people more often rather than isolating myself when I don't have to. Leaves me to say thank you very much for being on with me today and chatting with me, talking about all the aspects of the social isolation we're going through. It's nice to chat. It's nice to catch up. Yeah, very much so. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Take care, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you'd like to keep up with what's happening, then follow us on Twitter at the SD underscore pod. Any questions you have for the podcast, please send these to the SD pod at gmail.com. Take care.